Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into What Makes Me Mad. I'm your host, Callahan Steed, and we're going to be discussing things today that make me mad. This is a little special edition of What Makes Me Mad, as I'm currently recording this on Christmas Day. So, if anyone out there that's listening celebrates Christmas, Merry Christmas! And if you don't celebrate it, well, Happy December 25th. Anyway... It's been a been a week, that's for sure, uh, for me as I've just gotten done with college about a week ago. But, man, I cannot begin to tell you the terrible week that I have had before, um, before I have recorded this podcast. So this week has been going by fine so far. The holidays, who, I mean, you can't go wrong with the holidays, but the week before this week was absolutely dreadful for me, and I hate it, and what makes me mad is when I get on a terrible string of luck, because I've gotten on terrible strings of luck before, and it looked like that week was exactly like the one before, so here's how I want to explain it, so to start off the terrible week, here's what I had to deal with, first things first, I had a fantasy football matchup, I was in the semifinals against my good friend Jacob Cowley. And you see, in that league, it's a dynasty league, so it's uh, four keepers you have. And so he had some pretty good keepers. I had some good ones as well, too. I was happy with how my fantasy team was performing, but Cowley was being really confident. And I'm like, all right. And he decides that he's going to bet that he's his team is going to beat my team uh, so badly that he is going to uh, if I can pull off the upset, he'll pay me a pig card for whatever how much my team beats him by. So say if I would have beat him by 23, he would have given me a Piggly Wiggly gift card for $23 because that's where he works. And obviously me being a betting man, I'm like, well, I just can't be like, all right, I'll only bet one side. No, I got to go. I'll be like, all right, I'll bet you Culver's card for however much I beat you by or however how much he beats me by. So if he beats me by you know, say 20, I'd have to give him a Culver's gift card for $20. And so I was so amped. I'm like, let's go. I hope I can beat Cowley. And what makes me mad is when your fantasy football players don't perform up to their capabilities because my team absolutely did not show up that week. I had two guys only get me in the double digits points. Shout out to Patrick Mahomes and Devontae Adams, my two keepers. Uh, in case you guys were wondering, my other two keepers, Lamar Miller, torn ACL out for the year uh, in the preseason, and Antonio Brown is a fucking nutcase. Um, so and that's everything that's happened with him. He's out of the league. I will probably never get back into the league. But anyway, uh, my guys did not show up at all. I think I only put up like 60 points. So definitely not a good start. And, of course, Cowley's team went to frickin' town on my team. He had, I think, three guys get 20 points or more. Lamar, Chris Carson, Michael Thomas. And so we had to cap it uh, by how much the gift card was because we were getting really, really expensive range because he still had Michael Thomas to go on Monday Night Football and the Saints defense. I just only had the Colts, who got me negative one, by the way. Thank you guys uh, for helping out. And so I was like, he's like, I kind of feel bad now. Do you want to just 
do half, and I was like, yeah, we'll just cap it at 55 And I'm glad I capped it at $55 that I have to owe him for a gift card. And so he, uh, it would have ended up being over 80 about an $80 gift card if we would have went through with Michael Thomas playing and all that. So having to owe Jacob Cowley a $55 gift card to Culver's makes me mad, and it also makes me mad when your fantasy football team doesn't show up like that like i'm i'm not gonna be the guy that goes out and tweets um negative things to the guys like oh you didn't show up from a fantasy team i'm not doing that i appreciate everything that uh the guys have done for me to get me to the playoffs but man that was a shit show it absolutely sucked so i have to fork over 55 dollars to culver's so that way cowley can get his gift card and practically eat culver's for a week on my money so that was the start of the week. That was on a Sunday going into that Monday. And so I was like, all right, hopefully it's not too bad. And then that Monday, I had uh, three exams that I had to deal with. And so I had to take, um, or not three exams, like three. I had an exam that went decent, what how I wanted it to go. Um, and then I had a take-home essay, or a take-home exam for one of my classes and then I had uh, a one credit class that had a presentation or whatever that was at the same time as one of my other finals so I was like hey not gonna be in attendance but you know I still had to do it so I had all those things do on that Monday so that Monday was really stressful so anyway Wednesday of that week go decide to play some bingo at a bar and I did absolutely terrible playing in bingo and uh so this is actually decent money you can win when you go there. And so I get excited, you know, to play bingo. And, yeah, no, absolutely terrible. Uh, did not win any money. Didn't even come close at all. And so that sucked. I mean, fun time hanging around with family and friends. Always a good time. But, man, it's not fun when you gamble and you don't win any money. Because I already started off the week $55 in the hole. And then I lost some money playing bingo. So I was like, this sucks. Anyway. Thursday, last final of the week. And so I was just like, you know, I have no motivation whatsoever. It's journalism. Either I know it or I don't. I'm just going to blow it off and see what happens. And I looked a little bit at some things. I got a 78 on it. And I was like, hey, I'm happy about it. But then when my final grades got put in, I missed out on an A- minus in that class by .25. I got an 89.75 when all things were done, which is a B+. Plus. Which, granted, it does not make that much of a difference. Uh, but However, GPA-wise, I can swing a grade. And so I think I missed out on the Dean's List. All because of a .25 error. Or a two, by a margin of .25. And, oh, it pissed me off. But, I mean, it's still B-plus good. I mean, barely missing out on Dean's List is also good, too. I just like making the Dean's List because that's something good you can put on a resume. Anyway, I one other time um, I came really close to the dean's list. Uh, my sophomore year, I had an A minus going in a class, and then I took the final. Was cruising through the final, like absolutely cruising. It was seemed really easy. Got to the back, didn't know what they were talking about. Knew I got everything wrong on the back. Walked back to the dorms. It was just brutal. Because I knew I was like, crap, I know for a fact I didn't do good on that final. And then I got a 72 on it. So basically I went from an 
A plus to a B minus instantly on the back factor and some other couple of questions. And so I got a 72 on it. That dropped my grade down to a B plus in the class, which was enough to swing my grades from not being on the dean's list. And I hadn't been on the dean's list yet, too, either at that point. And so I really was not happy. And I was like, oh, I like making the dean's list. And, like, I understand, like, A's and B's are good grades, but it's just, like, that little small little margin for error can really make you mad. And so I was not happy. Uh, so I'm most likely going to miss out on the dean's list. I'm still waiting for grades to get in. That's kind of making me mad that uh, grades are supposed to be due a while back, and it's now Christmas, and we're still waiting on them. But I'm not going to force teachers you know, to put in grades yet, so do what you got to do. Spend time with family. And so anyway, you think, all right, this week's getting pretty bad. Hopefully there's silver lining, right? We'll move on to Friday. Friday comes around, and UW-Whitewater playing in the Division Three championship. And I'm like, come on, boys, we can pull through, and we get absolutely blown out by North Central. So that was pretty much the icing on the cake. And because I was like, dang it, I really want to see Whitewater win it. That was the farthest they had went in my four years there, and I was hoping, you know, cap off senior year with a Warhawk National Championship victory. That would have been great, but they lost. So I was like, God, this week has not been going good. You'd think maybe Saturday I'll pull something through. Saturday, UW, UW, uh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin uh, Badgers volleyball team, they're playing in the volleyball uh, national championship. And I had just started following them after I heard that they had won in their final four matchup against Baylor, I believe. And they were going to the national championship. So I'm like, all right, you want to? I'll cheer them on. Always want to see Wisconsin team win the hardware. And uh, yeah, shout out to sports for finding creative ways to let me down because they let me down. They uh, lost all their sets, I believe, 3 0. And it was not fun watching that. I mean, it was fun because I don't watch volleyball a whole lot. And I was getting into it. and But. It was, it was, it's, it sucked. That was icing on the cake. And I was like, man, why does, why does like everything bad have to happen in a week? It's a bad week indeed. I'm glad it was over and done with, but still not the worst week I ever had. Worst week I ever had was, um, when I had, uh, my girlfriend break up with me and then my dog got put down a couple days later. And then, uh, also to my final four, uh, I was in a March Madness pool and uh, Kansas was my team that I picked, and they got blown out by Villanova, and then I knew I wasn't going to win the championship, and then I lost um, the tiebreaker on some creative way, too. Um, so I didn't get any split of the money. I got third place, but absolutely none of the money. And then on top of that, too, I missed out on like uh, $5,000 on a three-way pool for the numbers by like two points, too. That was the worst week I've ever had. I hope to God I never have a week like that. But that week, too, mostly involving sports, uh, was just absolutely not fun. I had a lot of unlucky week, uh, unlucky week that week. So I'm glad that that is over and done with. But that was absolutely brutal, and it definitely made me mad. That's for sure. Anyway, um, another thing that makes me mad. Uh, apparently, Oshkosh gets done a week earlier than Whitewater. And I know that because I work with uh, a couple people that go to Oshkosh, and they were done 
a week before I was about to do finals and uh, they had already came back home and I was like, how is that possible? They went, we go at the same time uh, after Labor Day, but then somehow they get a week done a week earlier than us and it's like, how is that fair? Like you guys are part of the UW system. How are you guys like getting an extra week off? And then they have a really long uh, winter break and it's like, how is that fair? And so Oshkosh getting done earlier and being able to be on break for a longer time instead of Whitewater, that makes me mad. And that's not cool because, like, why do we have to do finals and, like, go to class more? I wish we were the other way, but no, that made me mad. And another thing that made me mad is during the, uh, the Badger game that I was talking about, the Badger volleyball game, I don't know why, and I don't know how, but I was getting pissed off at the college football or college volleyball announcers. And you know, I've said it on this podcast before that I've gripped on announcers, and I'll always probably do that as well too. But um, volleyball, I felt like they're kind of uh, getting a little more excited about Stanford than uh, they were about Wisconsin, and they're really talking up Stanford. And it's like I know Stanford is a really good powerhouse, but like. But like there's starting to be some bias shown, and they're kind of getting a little more negative on on the Badgers. And I'm like, come on, let's keep it partial. And also, too, I don't know why, but the color guy for a volleyball game sounded like he was uh, doing an NPR podcast because he was talking in a very soft and subtle manner like this. And that's how they hit it over the net. And it's like, dude, you're in a gymnasium. Have a little more vocals in your voice like i know announcing is not your first thing but dude come on you sound like an npr politics podcast and so that made me mad just that was i don't know it's just so dumb i literally had never followed volleyball that much before and i was like hey i'm gonna cheer on this team and shout out to sports for finding a way to break my heart again always finds a way to shatter it into small bite-sized pizza pieces and oh it makes me mad. And another thing that makes me mad is people uh, on social media, uh, a lot of these people like to tweet out um, things like giveaways or whatever. And I don't know. I feel like a lot of that's just for these people to get clout and attention. And I, I, I don't really like it too much when I go on Instagram and I see 900 people trying to win a Tesla. And it's like, how about... Well, I mean, granted, I understand you want to try winning in one, and I always appreciate free stuff, but it's like, why do everyone have to share it? It's like, geez. And then same way, like, I've always seen a bunch of people where it's like, I've just won the lottery. I'm willing to give away $1,000 for anyone who ever retweets this, and I'll give it out. And it's like, that sounds like a scam and a half, and I don't feel like doing that. And so I just hate it when people are just like, oh, I'll just try retweeting it to get a free million dollars understand where you're getting at i understand it but that makes me mad when it's just like i go on social media and just my timeline's littered with people trying to win free stuff and it's like i don't like it when i see people retweeting like retweet for a chance to win it's like there is one guy uh that i follow on twitter that's like hey i'm looking for a family of four that wants to go to the chiefs game on sunday dm me if you're interested and then like a couple minutes later i found someone that's how it should be. Like, hey, I'm looking to give away a Tesla. DM me if you're interested. Boom, I found someone instead of a retweet for a chance to win. And it's like, 
Uh, you just want those retweets so you can get your views up more on the uh, story or the tweet and more likes and subscriptions and all this. And it's like, uh, I don't like that. Makes me mad. Another thing that makes me mad, uh, even though I'm not at the campus anymore right now, uh, one of the things that was making me mad is they had staircases being closed for the winter. And I can understand that if it's snowing or if it's covered in ice, you should definitely close up the staircases. However, I think it's dumb when you close up a staircase just for the anticipation of of winter, then we don't get any snow. It's like, keep it open because it's like... I've been taking that same route for the same semester, for uh, the same route, same classes, and that involves going down the stairs, but then, like, they get blocked off one day just because, like, all right, snow's coming, and it's like, I understand. If snow's coming, if snow's on the ground, you can definitely close it up. But, like, there is clearly no snow, no ice. It was 50 degrees. It's like, why are you so worried about people slipping? And it's like, I understand people can definitely sue the school if they, like, slipped on the staircase because it wasn't iced properly. But, like, how about just put up a sign that says, stairs may be icy. Go at your own risk. And leave them open. Because, guess what? A lot of people still try finding ways to go down the stairs. And it's like, just leave them open. It's a convenient path. And just, I think it's dumb. And it makes me mad when I get to a staircase and I realize it's closed. So I got to walk about five minutes out of my way. Yeah, to find a different staircase. Nah, it makes me mad that the staircase is being closed and everything. And another thing that makes me mad is uh, I was looking at my grades today, trying to still calculate everything because I'm still waiting for grades to be posted. And uh, apparently, one of my classes is not going to get is not going to get counted towards my GPA, which I think is dumb because it was a pass fail class and so I understand like maybe I can understand like why it wouldn't be counted towards my GPA but the problem with that is I still added that on to the end of my or still had that to deal with in my classes and that took time away from other courses and if I'm working towards that GPA or if I'm doing good in that class that should count why because I'm attending that class and it's like, if all my other classes are being counted, then, like, just because this one's a pass or fail, all of a sudden, like, that just doesn't count towards my GPA, but a bunch of other stuff does. And it's like, no, I still have to work hard in that class to get things done. And I think it's a load of crap that, because, uh, again, that could swing me being on the dean's list or not. Like, it's a one-credit class, so I shouldn't be too mad about it, but it's like, why can't it just be counted towards the GPA? Like, I passed the class. Boom, I got an A in it. Like, why does it have to be like, oh, that's technically not how it goes. It's like, no, that's not cool. And so, yeah, I saw that and I was like, all right, that kind of pisses me off a little bit. Like, just classes, apparently some are not counted towards your GPA. Like, that's a load of crap. I put it in my schedule. That takes time away from other classes and so I study for it, still have to do stuff in it, and I pass it, that should go towards the GPA. But, I don't know, GPA's not as, as important as you get older into your college career. Not the biggest deal in the world, but I still like kind of boasting a good 
grade point average. So I think it's dumb that I saw that and was like, all right, and it's not counted towards my GPA. Cool. Thanks, guys. Much appreciated. And all right, I think normally I try shooting for 30 minutes on these podcasts, but I think I'm going to end it a little bit short here on this one just because it's Christmas. I'm a little tired, and I'm hoping I'm hoping someone can come on and join me pretty soon because I always like it when I can bounce ideas off people's heads and they can bounce ideas off mine because it's just me yelling into a microphone for 20 minutes and it's like I don't know uh that feels weird sometimes when I'm just yelling into a microphone but yeah no that's the things that make me mad I don't like it when staircases are closed because that affects my routes I don't like it when classes don't count towards my GPA because I think that's a load of crap I hate absolutely terrible weeks like I have discussed Everything that happened with Owen Cowley of $55, again, $55 get for a gift card at Culver's, and everything that happened since then, and uh, just people retweeting stuff for clout. I don't like it. And anyway, so I, yeah, I think that's going to do it for this week on What Makes Me Mad. So thank you guys for listening. Much appreciated. Bye.